All right, welcome back to another podcast of Roaring Twenties. So my name is Jenny, and I'm back once again with my co-host Lena. Hi, everyone! Thank you again for the wonderful invite, Jenny. It's a pleasure to be on your show again. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Lena. I'm a third-year student in university, and I'm studying accounting. Yeah, and I'm um, I'm in my last year of university studying English with a double minor in French and creative writing, trying to become a teacher. All right, so we started off our first episode talking about what nobody tells you in university. We covered a variety of topics, but not enough, which is why we're coming here with a part two, what no one tells you about university, part two, with even better, juicier topics. So let's just dive right into it. All right, so, so something that nobody tells you about which I guess because it's kind of a given is that you will drift apart from your hometown friends. So I think I definitely experienced this more than Lena, because if anything, I think Lena, you've experienced the opposite, right? Where if anything, you got closer. <laughs> yeah, somehow it's, man, I did drift apart of some of them, but I've yeah. also reconnected with a lot of my hometown friends. It's so weird. <laughs> yes, I relate to that too. With some friends, we just naturally drift apart because you you don't talk to them anymore. You know, you're just in different stages of life, especially with some of my friends who stayed behind in high school or maybe exactly. they went somewhere else. But with some of my other friends, we actually ended up getting closer. And it wasn't like a consistent closer thing. It was more just like first year we kind of drifted apart. But then now like three years later, we're back stronger than ever. So I feel like university kind of tells you who is meant to stay in your life. You know, I that love that thing. message. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of shows you who is meant to stay during the hard times. So. Exactly. Yep. Because okay. all the surface level hometown friends, they're going to be gone. They're the first exactly. ones out the door. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Our next thing that I want to mention is just kind of sharing our own stories with transitioning from high school to uni. I think it's going to be a bit different between me and Lena because I had a somewhat normal experience because it was before the pandemic happened. But Lena, you started your first year during the pandemic, right? So That's correct. Fresh in Ooh. 2020, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the best year of all. Oh, man. Yeah, so it was completely like different. It was so different. So it was really hard because for orientation, I would only hear like the the first year experience leaders and all the leaders and everything. They're like, oh, yeah, first year is going to be amazing. Like last, like last year, we had a whole ceremony. We got to ring a bell. Too bad you guys aren't going to do that, though. We're just going to go through a virtual <laughs> thing. And I'm yeah, like, literally, okay. like, have you seen like on social media, the, the new incoming freshmen, like they get dropped off and then there's like a whole herd of upperclassmen with like their, you know, their merchandise uniforms. Oh, and, like, yeah. Tree, like, all of, like the merch. It's like everyone's yeah. like clapping and I'm a little bit envious because what we got was that like it was just like a virtual tour so we didn't even get to see the actual campus it was just like online kind of like online simulated kind of thing yeah like you experience it all through a screen that's kind of sad yeah oh okay what was your transition like jenny (laughs) so okay i didn't get like the exact normal college experience because i didn't choose to live in a dorm um and because of that i didn't experience all like the o-week 
freshman activities that they offer the first week of university. Um, and I kind of want to talk about that a little bit, because maybe there's some viewers who choose to stay at home and maybe save a little bit of money. Or maybe they're like me and they know that living in a dorm just wasn't for them. They might be experiencing a lot of FOMO, which is what I got. So when I was applying to university, I knew I wanted to stay close to home because I wanted to continue living with my parents. Um, and I didn't have any regrets about that whatsoever until it was September and I was seeing everybody with their families with their like their move-in boxes and everyone was posting on their Instagram stories showing their like newly decorated dorms and stuff. And I got so jealous and I was like, dang, did I make the wrong choice? Like, should I have, you know, living in, in residence? Oh, Jenny. Um, <laughs> so I regarded it really bad at the time. And, you know, missing out on, like, the parties and the other things that college usually offers. But in retrospect, I do think that living at home was the right choice for me. Just because, one, it saved a lot of money. Two, I'm definitely not a party person. So I don't think I would have enjoyed all that stuff. And three, you know, the whole myth of college being the best four years of your life. We touched on this in the last video, but it's just not for everyone. I think it's only the best four years of your life if all this kind of stuff that you see on TV like appeals to you. So like the partying, the drinking, the effing around and stuff. If you're more of like a studious person, that part isn't really highlighted much. That's just my opinion on it. I but agree 100%. <laughs> do you think you would have lived in res if you had the chance? Uh, honestly, no, I don't think I would have. I, like, I've heard a lot of like chaotic stories from my other friends about how yeah. they got crazy roommates or they yeah. did get a roommate, but they never saw the roommate. So they're like, huh, yeah. do they even live here? It's exactly. Like... Oh my gosh. So, okay, even though neither of us have lived in res, I think we can still say like from what we've seen and what we've heard a lot, res isn't all it's glammed up to be either. So if you're regretting it, don't because I've seen some of like the residence dorms firsthand they are nasty they're like really small oh yeah they're really gross um my university in particular is notorious for having like prison cells because oh they're gosh. that small it's like it's like half the size of a walk-in closet like it's wow. that tiny yeah and they would have like um co-ed bathrooms so you would have to share like the stalls and the showers and I personally could not take that I like my privacy especially when it comes to showering like you know oh yeah and then I heard too that like the walls are paper thin so mm -hmm. if you're you get a lot of noise if at you're night. yeah you get a lot of noise at night so and especially I, if you live in a in the hall that parties a lot right oh yeah exactly and for like a studious person like me and Jenny we're not about that life no so. <laughs> if you are go for it but if you're not maybe stay at home <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah also fire alarms do get pulled a lot I heard too so you might be like 4 a.m and then all of a sudden you got to get out in your jammies in the, the middle of the night freezing <laughs> Mm -hmm. um okay second top or third topic is I don't think a lot of people talk about how a lot of us really don't have our shit together in university like they assume that everybody else kind of knows what we want to do we pick our major from the beginning and we stick with it but that's not the case whatsoever a lot of people change their majors often mm -hmm. um, even in like their third or fourth year I've met lots of people who started off as like biology, chemistry, neuroscience, and then a year in, they realized they hated it. And so they turned to the arts, which is like a major switch up. 
Mm, wow, that's like a completely different field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I I'm assuming they chose the science path because it's what's socially acceptable in terms of like you know financial stability, right? Like if you tell people you have a philosophy degree, people are gonna be like, uh, what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> Whenever I tell people I'm an English major, I definitely my most followed question is like what are you going to do with that? You know what I mean? But like in a, not a curious way and like a definitely condescending way, like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, you know? So my advice (laughs) is to study what you want, because my take is that if you're going to spend $30,000 on a degree, you might as well study something that you're passionate about. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a lot easier to get good marks if you're actually interested and passionate about the topic. Now, I study accounting, so when I say, oh, yeah, I major in accounting, people just yawn. So <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's nothing re- too interesting. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, I, what I found that like people with an accounting major, they tend to switch to either finance or economics because they'll do the accounting, and it doesn't hit them until like second or third year that it gets pretty hard compared to high school accounting. And what happened to my lovely boyfriend, he actually went to computer science for his major, tried it out hated it and he, now he's doing real estate so yeah. do what you're passionate about it's okay if it's not set in stone maybe even like 10 or 20 years from now you decide oh I actually don't like this you can always come back and do a different thing exactly and you shouldn't change or sorry you shouldn't like choose your major based on what you think is like financially stable at the time because the thing is everything's always changing like the economy's it's never stagnant. You never know what could be like the next biggest thing. And you don't want to look back and be like, oh man, I should have done this the whole time because oh, that's man. what I did. <laughs> yeah. Cause oh man, just proof of how unstable the economy is right now. Right. Like COVID hit our economies and shatters. Did you hear about the inflation rate recently, Jenny? I it went up crazy. to 8.3%. Our Holy Canadian Lord. dollar yesterday dropped down to 73 cents. It's insane. Isn't like housing more cheap now or something? I guess? No, housing's more expensive because of foreign oh. investors. So like what's oh. happening is like Asian investors, it's mainly the Asian investors. They would come to Canada. <laughs> China, right? Like the rich Chinese people. Yeah, the rich Chinese Denver, people. Yeah. They'd come here, <laughs> buy all of our houses, and then they'll sell it at a higher price. And what happens is the people actually live in Canada, they don't get to buy that house because they can't afford it. That's why you'll see like in the Toronto area, it'll be like, what, $100,000 for like the tiniest apartment ever? Oh, yeah. Rent is $2,000 for like a closet sized room for like a bachelor's apartment. It's insane. That reminds for me of like, studio apartment. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. T- Toronto and New York is like the, it's like the. Canadian US equivalent. It's so bad. Yeah, it is. Sorry. When you mentioned economy, my business nerd got out. <laughs> got a little bit sidetracked there. But no, see, as you can see, Lena's very passionate about accounting. So props to her because she actually loves what she studies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and oh, what do you have to say for people who maybe they're not passionate about anything in general? What advice do you have for them? Oh, actually, I had a time in high school when people just kept asking me, like, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So what I would do is try out as many things as I'd like, even if I think that I won't like it. So I did farming for a bit. I did knitting yeah, for a bit. I remember that. Yeah, I would do singing. And then at one point, I volunteered to do taxes 
for some com some people in the community. And I really liked that. So I decided, hey, you know what? Why not do something in accounting? And here I am. I love that because as someone who was there, not with you doing it, but just like I heard about it firsthand, <laughs> I can testify that Lena really did everything. Oh yeah, Jenny was like farming. You did farming. Listen, this girl was gru doing grueling back pain for like eight hours a day for 11 cents per hour. Oh it yeah. It was insane. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you did like, you also did crocheting. You used to write yep. um, fan fiction, right? You used oh, yeah. to... You did cheerleading with me as well, so you tried Oh to my gosh, yeah, cheerleading. I did dodgeball too. It's like, dodgeball team, like dodgeball. every single extracurricular you could think of. Did, oh, were you yeah. on the debate team? Uh, debate team, I think I tried that out, found out that I didn't like arguing, so I didn't do it again. <laughs> Lena's very oh non-confrontational, which is something you can't not have when you're on the debate team. <laughs> yeah. um, a piece of advice I would have is like, if you want to go to university, but you don't know exactly what you want to major in, they have like undecided majors too, which is where you test out different class subjects. Um, and then you kind of pick it later on. So this is really good if you want to test the waters a little bit. But I have a little story time, which related to our, you know, our advice earlier. So like I said, I want to be a teacher. Um, and when I decided this, this was at a time where, where we lived being a teacher is extremely difficult to obtain. Everyone was telling me, you're not going to find a job here. Like, it's so competitive. And so I ended up minoring in French, which deep down I knew I didn't want to teach French. But it did interest me a little bit. So I took it because it was like the safe route. And, and everyone was telling me, they were encouraging me like, oh, good on you for minoring in French because I need to become a French teacher. They're always looking for French teachers. Uh, but then... A global pandemic hit which nobody saw coming mm -hmm. and a bunch of teachers ended up retiring and quitting early that opened up major major opportunities for new teaching jobs so now i'm being told that by the time i finish teachers college i will definitely have a spot lined up for me had i known that beforehand i would have minored in what i actually wanted to which was history because i would rather teach english and history not english and french so That's just fair. another example of you never know what the world's going to hit you with. Just study what you want. Don't care what people think. Exactly. <laughs> Life's too short to care about what people think, guys. Exactly. We could start a whole nother podcast episode about that. You know, just like <laughs> how it's stupid that our mind pulled us back from this stuff. Because like literally nobody else cares. Mm -hmm. Nobody else cares. Oh, like, yeah. People are so concerned about themselves that they don't have the energy to be concerned about you. No. Yeah. You're not as important as you think you are. <laughs> Okay, our next question. Do you think university is a scam? Lena's so excited for this one. Oh, I'm actually so excited about this. Yes. Yeah, so during the pandemic, as you guys all know, we were charged the same amount com compared to students who were in a classroom the previous year. So we were being charged the same amount. So all of us were thinking like, yeah, this is a scam, of course, because the professors, they're using less materials and cheaper ways to teach us. So why should we be paying more for that? We don't even have access to the facilities at school because they're all shut down. So we should have got, at least gotten a discount for tuition, but we didn't. Okay. I was thinking more like, is uni a scam in terms of like, is getting a degree worth it? Because I feel like for the, oh. for the most part, a lot of people, they don't end up getting a job even remotely related to their degree. Some people do. Most people won't. 
Oh man, that's a really hard one, Jenny. I can't say for every degree that you're guaranteed to have a job because that's not the case. It really depends on what field you're going into. So like Jenny said, if you're going into philosophy, people are like, what are you going to do with that? (laughs) Philosophy professor. Yeah, maybe be a philosophy professor. But if you want to be a true philosopher, like... Aristotle. Chances are thin. Um, Aristotle. Become yeah. the next Aristotle. Yeah, become the next Aristotle. It's like, I don't know if you're going to become the next Aristotle. It's good to have goals like that are high. It's just, it's also good to be realistic about it. Yeah. I think also like we're living in an era where the generation before us was constantly told you need to go to college, you need to go to uni to do something with your life, right? Like anything else was seen as immature and like you know you're you're throwing your life away if you're not going to college but I feel like with our generation with like the rise of social media and technology there's like way more opportunities being handed out there so I think by the time that we have kids I think the number of people applying to university and college will be way way more reduced Mm -hmm, you know I agree yeah and it's just you don't need to have a university degree to have a job because there's so many other fields out there like plumbing for instance you don't need to go to university for that and they make way more money than accountants and teachers do so (laughs) the tech trades are so underrated like man you're going to work straight after high school and you're making big bucks too oh yeah so I think that's the greatest return on your investment if you're into like the techie and being really hands-on kind of thing me I could I could never (laughs) but like if I was I would definitely take advantage of that Mm -hmm, yeah same here I get scared by sharp things so that's not gonna work out (laughs) I'm so bad at like hands-on stuff like I'd probably injure myself every single day oh yeah I injure myself with paper so (laughs) (laughs) okay what do you think is like the main difference between high school and university I don't think we really touched on that oh no we haven't Um, I think the biggest difference is that it's a lot more focused to what you're studying for. So I'm a business major. I don't need to take French or English because it's not relevant. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. So I forgot everything like for English and French in high school. I don't even remember like, what was it? Orwell's Rules. Do you remember that, Jenny? Bro, no one one even remembers that. I'm an English major. (laughs) You're an English major. You don't even remember it. But okay, like if I asked you to like write an essay on this theme, would you remember like essay structure and stuff? Honestly, no, because the professor would be- Hamburger technique. Because the professors would be like, okay, write me an essay and then I'll just write them like maybe one paragraph and they'll count that as an essay, even though I know it's not an essay. That's actually so funny. See, you would would think that would happen, but for me, I still, as an English major, I still had to take math. Really? Well, actually, okay, I had to take some kind of math slash science class to fulfill the credit, but I ended up taking a nutrition class because that counted, but it was still like kind of science-y based, which I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like that either. That's why I went into (laughs) business. I don't have to take any science courses. Well, we do have to take math, but it's like really easy business math stuff, not like calculus level. It's just like statistics, probability, stuff that you need for business. So yeah. (laughs) Two plus two is four. <laughs> two plus two is four. Um, something else I would add is university, you get a lot more freedom than high school. 
Uh, Lena said this before, but like the professors, they don't hold your hand. You're kind of expected to show up to your class. And if you don't, like that's on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't even take attendance or anything. No, so. they don't. A lot of the professors won't even know your name. Oh, yeah, honestly. I, I had a professor call me Lina for the longest Line? time. You didn't correct him? I did, but the next class he would forget and call me Lina. And then oh it would God. just keep going like that, even though I correct him a bunch of times. You I know, saw him in person the other day and he still calls me Lina, so... <laughs> Lina. It's like like lima beans. Yeah, of. like lima beans. <laughs> you know, in elementary school... um. Teachers used to call me Lena. Like, they used to mix us up. Oh, yeah. The teachers would call me Jenny as well. Seems <laughs> racially motivated. Yeah. We look nothing think... alike. I don't even wear, like, the same glasses. In... No, oh, my gosh. Like, bro, I literally have glasses and she doesn't. You think that's, like, the main difference. In oh, the yeah. And Jenny also had the cute braces. Oh, yeah. Straight teeth now. Yes. No, but, like, but, like from the back profile i think because we both wore like low ponytails even my friends would like mix us up sometimes <laughs> which i'm not very happy about but <laughs> it is what it is that could be a whole nother podcast episode too growing up asian canadian talking about people mixing you up with other asian people oh yeah <laughs> identity crisis but anyway yeah you get so much freedom um i remember my first year i was like because you like you go from having four classes a day straight you know from like 9 a.m to 3 p.m and now um most of my days consist of like only two classes it's like one class here and then you have like a big break chunk in the middle which you got to find some way to occupy yourself with in between and then it's another class oh, and then yeah. you're done like it's so weird not having that consistent structure anymore mm-hmm. i agree yeah because some of my classes don't end until 10 p.m. and I'll take it at like 6 or 7. So That's insane. Oh yeah, it's way more flexible compared to high school. You can choose the time that your class starts and when it ends as well. So yeah. You can choose which is nice, but a lot of the times <laughs> you get stuck with the crappy leftover times <laughs> cuz like the upper year people, they get to pick first. Um so don't be um don't be surprised if you get stuck with the 8 30 a.m class those are the worst for me how many 8 a.m classes do you have lena four oh yeah i'm taking a full course load so i'm taking five courses but four of them are 8 a.m and the reason was because when i woke up at 8 a.m i already had everything planned out and i was trying to register for my classes but the ones i wanted filled up in less than a minute so yeah. I scrambled around and chose the only things left, which was 8 a.m. It was insane. Oh, my God. Yo, okay, that reminds me, actually. Back to the, is university a scam thing? Yes, because of what you just said. Because <laughs> in, in my experience, a lot of the classes that you literally need as a prerequisite to graduate are either not offered for me or it'll, like, fill up so quickly and then you can't get into the class. Like, hello like exactly i'm paying 4k a semester to literally finish this degree you know and then the class that i need for it i can't even take and Mm -hmm. so uh, what happens to a lot of people actually is that they end up not graduating on time because they don't have all the classes complete right so they end up having to stay another semester which means you got to pay for another semester so it's only prolonging your degree and it's not even your own fault it's just like the uni doesn't offer that many classes like it sucks man (laughs) <laughs> that's actually one of my fears too that I won't graduate on time because of this exact problem but that's future me's problem 
Um, okay, what else is different from high school versus uni? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. It's It hasn't even been that long since I graduated high school, and I swear I forgot everything. <laughs> yeah. What about, like, the social aspect? The social aspect. Oh, yeah, that's really different. Walking into a class, I think for me it's because it's our first year back in person because the previous two, three years, it was all online. So going back into pers- in person, you can tell that people don't know how to interact with each other. Like I'll mm-hmm. say hi to someone when they're when we're one of the few ones in class early and they just don't say hi back or they're staring at the phone and it's really awkward. So. Yep. Are they just like actively ignoring you? They're like, oh, just get this girl away from me. <laughs> I don't think it's on purpose. It's just like when I said hi, it's like they they kind of like flinch and like go into like a closed kind of body language position oh. I don't quite know how to explain it it's like I scared them though I didn't oh. mean to scare them wait that's actually kind of sad <laughs> it is so and even the professors are pointing this out too like he'll ask a question for a class and no one puts their hands up and yeah. funny thing is the professor would ask right after did the sun come up this morning and everyone how just has this asleep? blank stare and they're all like just shrugging and not even looking at each other it's it's really sad I feel bad for the professor sometimes in that context. Like, I don't know. when when nobody answers their question, you know, they're just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's just this long, awkward pause. Yeah. Um, and, like, in high school, I feel like the teachers, they had trouble getting us to shut up, you know? Because it'd be like, hey, guys, we're going to start class now. Stop talking. And everyone's just chatter, chatter, chatter. And then in uni, the professors can't get people to talk because it's just so quiet. Because literally, like, Nobody knows each other. We're just a room full of strangers. Exactly. But, uh, another social aspect that's different too, I think, is um, in high school, I was like so involved with extracurriculars. I joined like every single club you could think of. So like I was a band kid. I was in cheer. I was um, in book club. I was on the school newspaper. Oh I gosh. did debate for a little bit. Hold on. I'm just trying to name all of them. I'm getting <laughs> out of the way. I... Um, I definitely did more. Oh, you did the team spirit thing. It was mm-hmm. it had to do with running. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. it was like this. Yeah, something with running. <laughs> it was track, <laughs> something with running. Something with running. Yeah. Were you so a link stuff. leader? I don't remember. Oh, uh, I applied, but I didn't get in. <laughs> oh. oh, I did the ambassador thing, which is where they pair you with an international student, and so you kind of like hang out with them. Um, but yeah, so much stuff. Oh yeah. And then I got to. You know, and I loved it. I loved being involved. Oh, how did I forget? I did a, I like wrote a play too. I directed a play and I like starred in a play too. So I was involved in like the drama production too. Just like all the different cliques. Oh yeah. In high school, there's way more clubs compared to university. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So I was involved in all that. And then in uni, nothing, literally nothing. Like I tried something a little bit in my first year, which was like this magazine writing club because I was really into writing. Um, but then I <laughs> I stopped going very shortly because I just didn't like it, felt awkward vibes. So, yeah, I, I'm, like, not involved in anything at all anymore. I really have no interest. I just kind of do my classes, and then I just go home, or I, like, meet up with a friend or something after classes. But, um, like, finding clubs to do, the thing is, like, there are so many clubs, you know, like, at my uni, we have, like, club fairs and stuff, so you can go to different brochures, and you can, like, browse, 
but I feel like just because it's such a big space and there's so many people, it kind of gets overwhelming. Wow. I've had a completely different experience because for my university, we don't have that many clubs. We have like maybe eight clubs. Really? Yeah. And none of them are arts-based. Maybe because I go to a primarily business school, but the only clubs I really have is like the accounting club, the finance club, the economics club, the entrepreneurship club. Do you guys have like varsity sports teams? No. Oh. (laughs) I know. What? I thought every college had to have that. No. <laughs> do you guys want to have do like football games or like? No, we don't have. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, okay, we have no sports. Cool. We have no arts. It's literally just all business. And we do have a couple of other really odd, oddball kind of clubs where it's just I can't even join them because they're really specific. Like one of mm-hmm. them is only for Ukrainian students. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like ethnicity-based ones. Yeah, a lot of ethnicity-based you know, ones. Groups. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like a Jewish club one too, and well, I'm not You're, Jewish, you can't. so. <laughs> yeah, so I applied to as many as I can. I'm still waiting to hear back on them. I'm hoping to become an executive member this year. Just uh, in first year and second year, I had a really hard time when I found out that there were no art-based kind of clubs because in high school, I really liked being in choir and knitting and just doing like all the yeah. arts and stuff. Yeah, Lena has a very, like, artistic side of her. Like, she's both techie, <laughs> but then also, like, you know, singing yeah. and whatever. Oh, um, yeah. It always uh, it always surprises people because they're like, oh, but you know so much about business. How are you into art? <laughs> it makes no sense. But your fashion, though, is top tier. Like, Thank I feel you. like your fashion says it all. Thank it says you. that you're very artistic. You would love my clubs at my school because we have like an anime club we have you like, a, have like an anime cl- yo yeah, that is the coolest like, thing ever we have like k-pop club we have like um clubs dedicated to specific video games too we have probably a knitting club there's just so many the weirdest one that i heard so far was we have a sandwich club <laughs> which i don't i don't know what they do there maybe eat sandwiches but that's maybe they make sandwiches and eat them and rate them i don't know <laughs> That sounds Maybe so I interesting. It sounds like free food. I mean, why not? Free food, Jenny. You should join yeah. them. <laughs> okay. Our last topic we're going to cover is hmm, what are our favorite and least favorite classes we've ever had in university? Do you have one? Yes. Okay. Favorite and classes. It, and it doesn't have to be like this semester. It can be like your entire experience so far. Well, I'm really biased. I major in accounting for a reason, guys. I really, I actually really love accounting. So surprise, surprise, accounting class is my favorite class. What's your least favorite? My least favorite though, okay, it would have to be Greek mythology. Oh, it's a a requirement to have like four gen ed classes for two credits. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just took like whatever, whatever was left. And Greek mythology was one of them. And it was just so boring. Like, it had no relevance. <laughs> That's kind of boring. It had no relevance to what I was doing. It was so much essay writing. And I actually had to do an essay form. Because the first time I did it, I only did paragraph form. Because I completely forgot how to write an essay. Wait, like the point proof explanation thing? Yeah, I completely oh forgot. My God. Yeah, I only did the point English, proof explanation. <laughs> and the professor wrote an email to me. It's like, uh, I asked for essay form. That's like eight like what four or five paragraphs you're supposed to make three different points and I'm like what <laughs> and there's a hit me up and conclusion up. paragraph and I'm like that's two separate paragraphs 
bro, I need to give you an English lesson again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm probably making Jenny cringe right now because I it was just so much writing and it took up so much time when I could have been focusing it on classes that actually matter. Yeah, that is so weird. Like, why did they make us take classes that have nothing to do with our major? Like, I chose to not do math for a reason. Why are you putting me back in math again? It's giving me PTSD. But <laughs> don't kill me. Okay, what about you, favorite... Jenny? What are your favorite classes? My favorite classes are always the creative writing classes because writing is like my passion, my hobby. Um, so I feel like that's also useful to like my real life stuff, right? Because it helps me write better on the side. And th- those classes are always so chill, you know, because it's not like they're st- standing up there and they're lecturing. It's like we're having an open discussion about books and about like, we get to do different workshop groups too. So we like, we it, like, that's the class where I feel most connected to my classmates, right? Because they put us in groups and we were forced to talk to each other. But it's really nice because you feel like connected to them. Not like the other classes where like, everyone's kind of sitting and staring at the computer. Mm. So that's what I like. <laughs> My least favorite is always French, just because I, everybody else's French in my class is always so good. Like, they always go to French immersion schools or something. And I know basic public school French, which is like, bonjour, je m'appelle Jenny. You know, like, I have a very, what's the word, like, Western accent when I say Oh, yeah, very thick English accent. Yeah. And so whenever the professor talks in French, it's always so fast. And I just have no idea what they're saying 50% of the time. So I feel like an international student in that class. Like, I'm just lost all the time. (laughs) So anyways, all right. I think we covered a lot of topics today. So that about does it for tips for university that no one talks about. Yay! Um, Once again, thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned to our next podcast episode, which will be a surprise. Topic will be a surprise. And thank you again, Lena, for hosting with me. I always have such a blast with you. Oh, thank you, Jenny, for inviting me. I always have, like, such a good time just talking with you and sharing my ideas. Much love. Hope to see you all again. Bye. Bye.